0: this, but I'm here to inform you. That's right, John. Alan Candy. You guys here today? I thought he saw. Hopefully this has no bearing on this joke. But uh, Alan Candy, apparently last week, were uh, sitting on this park bench near their home. Okay. And apparently in their house development, Tom, there's a lot of these vendors out there, you know, selling snacks and food and stuff. And so Candy, she turns to Alan. She says, "Uh, Alan, I really could go for an ice cream cone, right? And so Al, he's a loving husband and all. He says, hey, well, hey, I'll go get you one. And and Candy says, but hey, listen, you're going to forget. So you better write it down. And Al says, uh, no, I won't. What do you want? And so Candy says, well, give me a strawberry cone with chocolate sprinkles on it. And Al, he says, he says, okay. Strawberry cone, chocolate sprinkles. See, I'll remember. Well, several hours later, not minutes, hours later, Al finally comes back, right? And so Candy asks him, "Why in the world took you so long, man? Did you get lost? And Al says, no, I got what you wanted. And so Candy, she opens the bag and she discovers, listen, a cheeseburger and fries, right? (laughs) And so she says, Al, I knew you should have written the order down. And Al says, well, what do you mean? Isn't everything here? And Kenny says, no, you forgot the pickles. (laughs) Pickles, that's right. Yes, sometimes you'll get that pickle joke there, Beverly, coming soon to a pew near you. Uh, Sometimes as husbands and wives, we try so desperately hard to communicate, but uh, we still get it wrong, do we not? It happens there, uh, even to the best of us. But believe it or not, folks, did you know that Al and Candy apparently are not alone when it comes to difficulty with receiving communication? Did you know the Bible says that God's been trying to communicate a message to you and I for almost 2,000 years, and we're still not getting it. He's telling us that mankind is headed towards our absolute worst nightmare, and we keep coming back acting like that. What did you say, God? What, the pickles? Okay. And the Bible is clear, folks. I mean, the reason uh, we'd better wake up is because the Bible says this is going to be the worst time in the history of mankind never to be repeated again. Jesus said, folks, that the speaking of the time of the seven-year tribulation, it is going to be an outpouring of God's wrath and that unless God even shortened that time frame, the entire human race would be destroyed. It's serious stuff, okay? You don't want to be there, okay? And we've been seeing, praise God, God's not just a God of wrath, which again, I have to say this every time because that's not bad. That means, I don't know about you, but I'm glad for this. That means He is going to put an end to all the baloney the evil the injustice and the unrighteousness that we see growing every single day isn't that good news okay he's appointed a day bang the hammer's coming down it's called judgment time but praise god he's also god of love as well and that's why if you read the bible you see old testament new testament repeatedly over and over again he gives us in advance warning signs to let us know when it's getting close so we're not caught off guard therefore in order to keep you and i here at sunrise from experiencing the ultimate bad day hello being left behind even worse than forgetting those chocolate sprinkles you know what I'm saying? But uh, uh, we're gonna continue our study. That's right, the final countdown. Well, he's still here today, folks, but he's still helping us. That's right, uh, uh, thanks to modern technology. But that's right, we've already seen how the prophet John, not the one in the Bible, but the prophet here today, has already shared with us, folks, that the final countdown, you can follow along today. Uh, the number 10 sign was the Jewish people. Number nine, modern technology. Number eight, worldwide upheaval. Number seven, the rise of falsehood. Number six, the rise of wickedness. Number five, the rise of apostasy. Number four, the rise of a one world religion. Number three, the rise of a one world government. Give it up once again for the Prophet John, helping us out there, (laughs) visual demonstrations. But that's right, the last three times we saw the number two sign was the rise of a one world economy. And once again, folks, God, out of love, I truly am convinced. He told us that once you see all the world's economies coming together as one, which is happening now today, uh, as we saw there, uh, you're in the last days. We saw that with the chronological proof, the fear manipulation proof, the quotation proof, the union proof, the American proof. And last time we saw with the currency proof okay? Where we clearly saw, folks, the Bible says that our world is not only headed for a one-world economy and a one-world currency, uh, 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 we saw that that's happening today with a cashless society, okay? It has to go electronic if the Antichrist is going to pull off his mark of the beast system. And that's exactly what we saw if you were here last week. We see not just individuals jumping on the bandwagon, yay, let's get rid of cash, let's go to electronic means of monetary transactions, but we saw for the first time in the history of mankind, whole nations are going cashless as we sit here today. It's getting that close. Okay, but that's not all. Speaking of the Antichrist Mark of the Beast system, the seventh proof we know we're really headed for a one-world economy is what I call the technology proof. The technology proof. Folks, what we're going to talk about today and probably for another week, maybe possibly two, we'll see, uh, is I'm going to talk about a new technology out there that's called RFID, RFID for those who are hooked on acronyms, uh, or it stands for Radio Frequency Identification, okay? And believe it or not, it's not just a new technology, but it just happens to be the exact kind of technology the Antichrist needs to pull off his mark of the beast system. It's here today, but don't take my word for it, as you can see. Open your Bibles to Revelation 14. Okay, Revelation 14 verses 1 through 11 is going to be our opening text. Revelation 14, if you find Revelation 13, what do you do? There you go. Mumble, you get there. Okay, Revelation 14 verses 1 through 11. Let's take a look, folks, at the mark of the beast system. Okay, and uh, what is it going to require in order to get it done? Okay, Revelation 14 verses 1 through 11. Now, you're going to see two different marks in this passage, okay? One's going to be a good one, one's going to be a bad one and how many guys would say if if you had to get a mark uh uh you might want to get the good one okay okay you might want to get saved today if you're not saved uh, and avoid the whole issue but uh, this is during the seven year tribulation okay let's take a look at what's going on with the mark here uh verse uh, one of chapter 14 says this then i looked uh, john says uh, not gibson but john the, the other guy I mean, he's still cool he's over there okay then i looked okay uh, and there before me uh, was the lamb who's that Jesus, that's right. And he's standing on Mount Zion. And with him, Jesus, 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their what? foreheads, okay? And this is speaking of the 144,000 uh, Jewish male evangelists, okay? And he says this, and then I heard a sound from heaven, like the roar of rushing waters, and like the loud peal of thunder. Uh, the sound I heard was like that of harpists playing their harps, and they sang a new song before the throne, and before the four living creatures, and the elders, and no one could learn the song except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. Now listen, these are they who did not defile themselves with women, for they kept themselves pure. They follow the lamb wherever he goes. Oh, that that would be true of us today, uh, is what it says there. Uh, they were purchased from among men and offered as first fruits to God and to the lamb. And no lie was found in their mouths, and they are blameless. But that's not all he saw. Listen to this. He says, then I saw another angel flying in midair and he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on the earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. And he said in a loud voice, fear God. Wait a second. I thought we weren't supposed to read your Bible. Fear God and give him glory. Why? Because the hour of his what? Judgment has come. Worship him, God, who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the springs of water. And that's not all. The second angel followed and said, Fallen. Fallen is Babylon the Great, the one world harlot system, the the religion, one world religious system. Uh, Fallen is Babylon the Great, which made all the inhabitants of the uh, the nations drink the maddening wine of her adulteries. And then, listen, a third angel followed him and said in a loud voice, Listen, if anyone worships the beast, the Antichrist, and his image, and receives his mark on the what? forehead or the hand right hand he too will drink of the wine of God's fury which has been poured full strength into the cup of his wrath he will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of his holy angels and the lamb and the smoke of their torment rises forever and ever you're not annihilated in hell it goes on forever forever and ever there is no rest day or night for those who worship the beast in his image or anyone who receives the mark of his name wow that's kind of intense. How many guys would agree? Yeah, it's really intense. Okay, and maybe it's just me, but I'm kind of thinking, man, if if you unfortunately find yourself in the seven-year tribulation again, you need to get saved so you can avoid the whole issue. But if you find yourself in the seven-year tribulation, and if you're apparently going to receive some sort of mark on your forehead, how many guys would say you might want to make sure it's the one from God? Okay, that's, that's pretty obvious there. And of course, he's speaking of the 144 uh, Jewish male evangelists there. But uh, it said there, if you were uh, 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 received the mark, if you took the alternative and took the easy way out. If you receive the mark from the Antichrist on your forehead, how many guys would say that um, from that point forward, things were not looking up for you? Right? Hey, maybe it's just me and the way that I interpret the scripture, but words like God's fury, uh, His wrath, uh, being tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of His holy angels and the Lamb forever and ever and ever and ever. That kind of gives it away it's a bad time anybody proper biblical interpretation this morning okay so here's the point folks whether you realize it or not whether people in our society realize it or not for the first time folks in man's history this text believe it or not is about ready to come to pass and that's because folks there's a technology out there uh, that's available for the antichrist to do exactly what this text is saying to literally mark every person on the planet in the forehead or the right hand, Revelation 13. It's a new technology, it's called RFID or Radio Frequency Identification. And I wanted to deal with this specifically before I get into the final topic of the mark of the beast. So that when we get to that topic, when I repeatedly refer to the technology of RFID, you guys know what in the world I'm talking about. You guys understand the concept here, okay? And and, and when you take a look at this technology folks, I don't know about you, but it gives me some grave concerns. Okay, and, and, and before we even get started folks, this technology is already on our society in a in much greater detail. We're already using this technology and we don't even know it. And I am firmly convinced that this is going to be the technology that the Antichrist, for the first time in mankind's history is gonna pull off the mark of the beast system. It's already here and it's already being implemented. And the first concern that I have with this technology folks is what in the world this technology can do. Folks, I'm telling you for the first time in man's history, we not only have a one world economy, okay? We not only have a one world electronic currency, we're going cashless, okay, whole countries but we even have the technology to pull the whole thing off. And so inquiry minds want to know, you did not see this. I don't believe on the back side of the cheerio's box this morning. So I'm going to inform you, that's right Reed, of what is RFID, this nifty thing I keep referring to. So let's take a look at what this technology can do. First of all, again it stands for radio frequency identification. Okay, it's a new technology that uses tiny microchips on things called RFID tags, okay? And these tags store information, okay, and they're also being used to track uh, uh, products and things in that nature, okay? And they they can also be used to make financial transactions. All in one little microchip stores information, it's a tracking device and it can be used to make financial transactions. It does this because it uses radio waves to communicate this information over distances and it's got this built-in antenna. So it's like a little radio station in a microchip uh, format, okay? And since it uses radio waves to beam this information, that means it can do this uh, beam this information through uh, all kinds of things. Uh, it can do it through wood, windows, walls, wallets, purses, clothing, backpacks, and ect. It can even go through Ekt Okay, believe it or not. Uh, just like right now, to give you an analogy, uh, right now there are radio stations beaming radio waves and they're going through this sanctuary. We don't see them. Please tell me you don't see them, please. Okay, (laughs) Okay, good. Scare me. Okay, you don't see them. Okay, but guess what? They are beaming straight through these walls, through the concrete, through the wood, through the windows, whatever. That's what these things are. They're like miniature, tiny radio stations in microchip level. Okay, and that's what these things can do. So they can beam it through objects. Okay, Uh, the device that scans them or picks up the information. Okay, is called a scanner. Now, to give you an analogy, it's just like the radio in your home and your car. You got the, if you were to have a radio in here right now, um, that's what the device is used to pick up that. that way that's being beamed that you can't see, okay? And that's what these scanners do. They can pick up that information. It's like a little radio, okay, that picks up the signal uh, that's being played by the tag. Now, the readers, okay, that pick up the signal, uh, they're already in our society all over the place, folks. I'll get to that in a second. There are a variety of sizes. Some of them they have uh, mounted stationaries You can see at the top there in a conveyor belt or in dock doors in a warehouse. Uh, That's what those portable devices are when you go shopping and you can't get that thing out of your cart and they take the thing and they, that's a scanner. Okay, uh, that they use. Or you also see that they are in currently in different stores right now today, you're being scanned and you don't even know it. They're in the entryways and exit ways. Let me give you one clear example. They're up there in pretty much any Walmart that I'm aware of. Okay, when you first walk in the doors, have you noticed you're not just walking through the doors. You go through a secondary stage of thing that's like a, these little kind of curvature things, you whatever. Those are RFID readers. You're being scanned for tags as you come in, as you come out, they're already in place. Now, they're very nifty about it. What you notice is they, they, they put cardboard things over the top of these readers, okay? Like the advertised movie posters and things, they're trying to hide them. But next time you go in there, I think Target's got them. a bunch of other retailers. You are being scanned. They already got the system in place as you come in, as you go out. Uh, and if you notice that sometimes the alarm goes off, it's because somebody was trying to leave the store and it had the tag beam the information, set the alarm off. Okay, the technology is already in place, but let's continue on. Now, some of these cannot just send a signal, okay, for a little while. Listen, some of these RFID tags can send up a signal a mile or more away. Listen, some of them can even transmit their information all the way to low-orbiting satellites. Now, this is where it gets scary because it can track you, okay, globally. And we'll get to that in a second. That's actually their goal. It's already being used for thousands of applications to prevent theft in automobiles. Right? If you embed one of these in your automobile, they can find it anywhere. Uh, uh, Collecting tolls without uh, stopping. It's called the EZ Pass in some states. I don't know what it is here in Nevada. Okay, but they put them on your windshield and you don't have to stop. They just, that's an RFID tag. Notice it's being used to not just beam the information, connect to a database of information, connect to your own personal information, but that device is already making a financial transaction. Okay, this is that technology, this is what that technology uh, can do. Uh, it's being used to manage traffic, gain entrance into buildings, automated parking, controlling access to gated communities, corporate campuses, airports, uh, dispensing goods, ski lift access, they're embedding it in all kinds of things, including library books. You can use it to buy hamburgers, uh, automated instant store, checkouts, woo, wait till we get to that. Uh, you don't need that cashier anymore, it's all automated, everything has a tag on it. Okay, and uh, just to name a few. Now, one of the amazing things is you guys can see this picture of this guy's finger here. That's not a piece of dirt, that's an RFID tag. And that's what's so amazing about this technology is the size. Okay, it's size. They are now coming out with these RFID tags, folks. Uh, the smallest one so far, I believe is by Hitachi and it's called the Moo chip. Now, isn't that a neat name? The Moo chip. You know where I'm going. It's spelled wrong, but it still works for me. But anyway, uh, M-O-O, for those of you wondering still about the pickle joke. But anyway, so, but anyway, uh, the Mood Chip, and they've got this little RFID tag. It's half the size of a grain of sand. That's how small it is, folks, this technology. Uh, in fact, here's a, a clip. You're gonna see just not only how small they are, but listen, how fast they can whip these babies out. Because we're gonna see their goal is to track everything, every product, every person, every pet on the whole planet. They can uh, they whip these out. Let's take a look.
1: Welcome to Alien Technology, Center for the Development and Exploitation of Fluidic Self-Assembly. In here are thousands of 350 micron and a side nanoblocks. These nanoblocks are the approximate size of the nanoblocks that we're designing for RFID applications. What you're looking at here is serial number one of the world's first fluidic self-assembly machine. This machine has the ability to assemble two million nanoblocks per hour. This 55,000 square foot facility, when fully facilitized, which will only take another two or three years, will be capable of producing 80 billion RFID per year. Today, transponders are produced at a rate of thousands or tens of thousands per hour. We need to move to a level where we're producing or capable of producing millions and millions per hour.
0: Now, why would you want to produce millions and millions per hour? Well, we're going to see if they're going to admit what their goal is to do with this technology, okay? Uh, And it's because of these uh, tiny sizes that these guys can be placed on all kinds of objects inside, outside, and you don't even know that they're there. They're half the size of a grain of sand, okay? And they're already being done in your products and you don't even know uh, typically. They can be uh, hidden, sewn into seams of clothes, sandwiched between layers of cardboard, molded into rubber or plastic, which means they can be embedded in the bottom of your shoes in the plastic. You don't even know they're there. It's a tracking device, uh, storing information. Uh, Integrated into the consumer packaging as well. Uh, It's extremely hard to find. In fact, it's evolving so fast, listen to this, RFID tags can now be printed. Now, when we get to the Lord willing issue of the mark of the beast, you're gonna see they have the technology to not only put a uh, a mark on the inside of you, but they can even print it on the outside of you like a tattoo. But we, good thing we see that nobody is into tattoos nowadays. We'll get to that later, Lord willing. But these things can be printed. Listen to this. Meaning, I joked about the, the packaging on the back of the Cheerios box earlier. Listen to this, folks, these tags can be printed, which means that the dot uh, on the printed letter I, not just the letter I, just the dot on the printed letter I on the back of your packaging could be an RFID tag and you don't even know. That's how advanced this technology uh, is getting. In fact, whole areas can be scanned for uh, RFID tags, including the people who are wearing them or carrying them, whether they realize it or not. And keep in mind, this is all done without your consent. You have no clue it's being done. How many guys knew that Walmart already had these in place before today? Okay, very few. Okay, now it can be done with the right kind of device. It gives people an x-ray vision to spy on you on the things that you're wearing or carrying. It's tracking you wherever you go. And it's because of these informations that they can listen. uh, Beam and store information over distances that companies are planning on placing these RFID tags. This is why they want to produce millions and millions and millions per hour is because they really want to track and tag every single thing on the planet. And it's going to provide for them an instant continuous monitoring of product location, tracking inventory, management, listen, of the entire global consumer supply chain. Everything on the planet, they're going to know anywhere at the same time. And right now, huge corporations, government agencies are envisioning, listen, a day when every single item, every single product, listen, every single person on this earth will be tracked with this technology called RFID. They admit it, folks, that this is their stated goal. Let's take a look.
1: It's very, very exciting to take something that was apparently impossible and make it possible.
2: What I find extremely exciting about this is that it's a revolution which comes very silently.
1: Our goal is to connect computers to the real physical world, to the mechanical world.
2: The fundamental
1: capability of having your, your machines sense the world around them opens the door on a whole new world of possibility. The... The end game of the Auto ID Center is to have one common set of standards that are based on end user needs that can be applied ubiquitously around the world. The key contribution of the MIT Auto ID Center is the realisation that everything can be labelled with tolerably small amounts of data on the label. It's the beginning of a new journey, a journey to understand what comes next after the barcode. The electronic product code is a numbering system. It's kind of like an Internet uh, protocol IP address on your computer, except that here we're trying to number not just computers but inanimate objects.
0: Somebody like P&G and Unilever sell products in Asia, in Europe, in America, South America. So for them it's really important that there is one single system that they can use everywhere in the world.
1: This technology is no longer in the discussion stage or the far out stage this is something that will be happening and will be happening in the relatively near future this is not a question of if this is a question of when there's no doubt in our mind auto ID will become a reality and probably faster than what anyone really believes it's a big
2: dream to think that there will be an IFID reader on every shelf of the of the universe or this world to start
1: with. our mission is very simple. We want to create a single global technology that will enable computers to identify any
0: object, anywhere, automatically. Interesting. It's gonna happen whether you realize or not much faster than what most people believe And What do you say? Our goal is to identify any object, anywhere, automatically, on the whole planet. It's already here. Auto ID, they keep referring to that, auto ID center. Okay, let me translate what auto ID simply is. Auto ID means that they're going to automatically identify any person, every object, anything on the planet at any time. That's the stated goal. And folks, what you gotta understand, this is not some science fiction future, it's present day reality with this technology called RFID. And if you put it all together, it looks to me like, man, 2000 years ago, the apostle John is trying his best to describe a world and like, what, how in the world is one guy gonna be able to monitor and control all the buying and the selling, you know, the products and people and How is one guy gonna know where anything and everyone at any time is in the world? Folks, they already have the technology. And again, they don't just have the technology. It's already being implemented into our society. And so I don't know about a few. If that's going to be taken over and hijacked by the Antichrist during the seven-year tribulation, to me, the common sense thing is, well, then gee whiz, how much closer then is the rapture of the church which takes place? You get it? It's already being implemented into our society right now. And I don't know about you, but that kind of concerns me. Okay. The second thing that it concerns me with this new technology called RFID is what these corporations will do. Oh, I I don't even think George Orwell in his book, 1984, come up with some of this stuff, okay? What these corporations are going to do, okay? And folks, if you still wanna scoff at this technology and and think that, well, are you serious? These guys really gonna have this uh, incredible goal to tag everything and everyone on the planet? If you don't believe just what you've already seen, folks, all you gotta do is take a look at not just their uh, 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 behavior, just take a look at their words, folks. Uh, They they admit that this is their stated goal. They want to track all people, all products uh, around the world. And the problem is once you confront them with this, they come back and they try to qualm our fears with some seriously lame excuses, okay? And the first lame excuse that they say, they say this, well, hey, listen, there's nothing to worry about because you guys are a bunch of dumb and dumber. Uh, We're just gonna disarm the tags, you know what I'm saying? What we'll do is see, see, we're gonna put them on every single thing, every item on the whole planet. But what we're gonna do is is after you buy the product, we'll kill the chip, We'll, we'll shut it off. Really? You already saw in the videos, what's their stated goal? everything at any time, anywhere on the whole planet, which means you have to keep the tags on, okay? And that's what they do, okay? And uh, well, first of all, what they don't tell you is some of these RFID tags have what's called a dormant state, okay? It has a dormant state, and so it can be set to appear as if it's been deactivated, only later to be reactivated without your knowledge, okay? And that's not the only sneaky thing they're doing. Others in the industry folks are sounding the alarm that this technology, if we, don't, if we let it go, it's full course folks. Uh, they're gonna use everything to track us, including our undergarments, okay? Listen to what this uh, researcher shared
1: barcodes have been with us for such a long time now that it's hard to imagine a world without them, but a new generation of inventory technology is being rolled out now that could soon make barcodes a thing of the past. The technology is called Radio Frequency Identification, RFID. It uses implanted microchips and tiny antennas to keep track of products with pinpoint accuracy. But opponents say the search for greater efficiency and profits will compromise our privacy. Catherine, you think uh, these Little chips implanted in everything from, uh, I don't know, Gillette razors to other products may wind up being an invasion of our privacy.
2: Well, actually, David, the, the problem is really has to do with the ways in which these chips are different, and the system of tracking inventory is different from the barcode. Um, there's really three fundamental ways that it differs. The, the first is that this system, unlike the barcode where you have the same number on every can of Coke, this system would actually create unique individual numbers for every single item manufactured on the planet. So not only, you know, imagine that you're walking through a doorway, and now everything in your pocket, everything in your wallet, everything in your backpack or in your suitcase could be identified by someone who has hidden a scanner device in there without your knowledge or permission, all the way down to you know what you're wearing under your clothes. And I think that's really the concern here, is that this technology is silent, and it enables physical items to be identified at a distance.
1: Okay. You know, and what about the idea that, that people can have the, the tags neutralized on the way out of the store if they choose?
2: Um, As far as turning off the tags, the concern that we have is that already these items, items equipped with these devices, are being sold in stores today. Uh, There have been numerous trials around the country and indeed around the world where without consumers' knowledge, they have picked up items equipped with these tags, which we call spy tags, and have actually been surveilled through hidden cameras in the stores, uh, tracked as they moved around with these items, photographed as they picked the items up, and then took the items home live without the tags being killed. So our concern here is that, to our knowledge, There have been no trials of of all of the many items that have been sold with RFID where the tags have actually been turned off at the point of checkout. So while it makes a nice story, it's not happening in reality. Benetton, the Italian clothing manufacturer, had proposed in March, which was they were actually going to be embedding these tags into the actual sewn-in label of women's clothing. Uh, That particular line was a line of women's underwear, so they would be walking around with tracking devices sewn into their their bra. Um, You know, that, that obviously is a terrible idea.
0: Ladies, how many agree that would be a terrible idea? Okay, well, they're doing it anyway, whether you want it or not. Okay, I don't know about you, but it uh, looks like we're being, lied oh, to. Okay, let's try some audience participation this morning. Repeat after me, liar, liar, pants on fire. Thank you, that's right. Okay, that seriously concerns me. But that's not all the second lame excuse they say, hey, listen, well, okay, come on. Maybe <laughs> you caught us on that one. But hey, listen, we, we can be trusted, Dumb and dumber. okay? You know, it does make you want to pull your hair out. Okay, when you look at what these guys are doing, you see, this is what they do. They say, well, listen, okay, fine, fine. Uh, uh, don't worry, but, but you, you've got to trust us on this one, okay? Because you've got to understand, we're only using this technology to better serve you, the customer. We, we really have your best interests at heart, okay? Well, let's take a look at that, folks. Uh, uh, they're not only being dishonest uh, with their words, as you saw, but their behavior as well, okay? They're not shutting these things off. Okay, let me give you just a couple examples. They are not trustworthy, uh, uh, and these are actual demonstrated cases. Uh, Gillette, that makes the razor, she talked about it. They had an RFID pilot program, and they conducted a smart shelf. Now, is anybody starting to notice a trend there? Smartphones, smart TV, smart guns, smart. Anytime that they have a smart technology, it's actually Big Brother technology. Okay, anyway, but they have a smart shelf they conducted, Gillette did, in England. And believe it or not, they automatically and secretly photographed shoppers taking RFID-tagged Gillette razors off the shelf to see if it would deter shoplifting. But the point is, they didn't tell anybody they were doing this. And we're supposed to trust you? Let me give you another one here in the States. This was uncovered by the Chicago Sun-Times. Shelves in a Walmart In Oklahoma, was equipped with readers to track the uh, lipstick containers there that they were selling, uh, that were stacked on the shelves there. And then they proceeded, listen, to watch shoppers in action using webcams hidden on the shelves, viewed their behavior over 750 miles away by Procter & Gamble researchers in Cincinnati, Ohio, so they could tell when are these lipstick containers being removed. You did that for over a four-month period. You didn't tell nobody. And that's really going on. Uh, But this one, this this was a public relations document that was released by these guys, the Auto ID Center. And the title of this document that accidentally got leaked out, this was supposed to be an in-house document, it's called the Auto ID Consortium Public Relations Campaign, okay? Now, this document was put out in-house, but the public got control of it, got a copy of it, and it was put out to neutralize the opposition, right? Because once you start learning about this, it's kind of freaky, isn't it? Now listen to what they said. It stated how corporations would get quote consumers to resign themselves to the inevitability of it while only merely pretending to address their privacy concerns. They got caught. And so in house, these guys admitted they're going to lie to us. And yeah, I'm supposed to trust you? And you "You got my best interests at heart? I don't think so. Let's try that once again. Liar, liar, pants on fire, okay? But it's still an ball. The third lame excuse they come out, with. Well, say, come on, man, you're just, you're just come on. We, we don't have no tracking plans, which they already admitted that they do, and that's what they're gonna do. Uh, but folks, the, if you don't wanna think that they don't have any tracking plans, another way that they get caught with their true intentions, no amount of media spin, no amount of acting like you're going to take care of our privacy concerns, can hide the fact of the patents That these corporations have already filed on record with the government of what you plan on doing with this technology. And when you take a look at their patents, come on man, you guys are planning to track every product, every person, everything on the whole planet. Okay, let's take a look at just a couple of the patents that they've actually filed. First of all, Bank of America's got a patent out. It's called the System and Method for Interactive Advertising. It's combined with another uh, patent called the Crowd Identification Device. Okay, this is what it is. It's designed to scan RFID tags on things that people are wearing and carrying in order to pinpoint and identify them. Oh, but we're not going to track you. (laughs) This is an actual patent. And believe it or not, it goes on to describe a system, much like in the movie Minority Report, in which somebody comes near a kiosk or other advertising avenue, and immediately that person is recognized. Hello, Mr. Gibson. And it starts to target you. Uh, let me share with you that scene in the movie and you'll see this is what they're actually working towards. Let's take a look.
2: Hello, Mr. Yakamoto. Welcome back to the gas. How those assorted tank tops work out for you? Mr. Yakamoto?
0: Believe it or not, folks, that's what this patent uh, is going to do. Just like that movie, people, and this is what they've filed for, it's not science fiction anymore. It's not just a Tom Cruise movie. It's reality. Okay, and it's gonna have, people are gonna come into a store and they're gonna be identified either through the biometrics, you saw the scenario where he was with the eyes, which in the movie he took from somebody else, which is a whole creepy guy thing, Uh, (laughs) Mr. Yakimoto, okay, but I digress. Okay, either through your biometrics or through the RFID tags that are inside your clothing with you, whatever, or even if you have a mark and stuff, it's, you're gonna be automatically identified anywhere in public, okay, uh, is what they're gonna use that for, okay? Now, so why in the world would they want a device that can do that? Well, believe it or not, they admit we've got, we love this stuff because this is gonna give us the ability to rip off more cash from you like you can't even believe. You're gonna be manipulated, okay? Listen to this. The whole stated purpose of this patent is to personally identify you so they can bombard you with personal ads specifically targeted to your personal interests, preferences, whatever demographics you have, just like in the movie Minority Port. So if I were to walk into some sort of a grocery store, the number one thing they would say, hello, Mr. Crone, we have specials on prime rib beef, right? How would they know that? They watch the sermons, that's right, they watch the sermons, but given that, it's uh, uh. Right, they, they, you see what I'm saying? That's what this technology is. This is an actual patent, folks. This isn't just some movie, okay? And this is what they're trying to do, okay? Now, that's not all. Procter & Gamble has this, you know, well, we're not gonna track you. Listen to this one. Systems and methods for tracking consumers in a store environment. <laughs> Name of the patent, but we're not going to track you. Okay, listen to this one. This is where they're, they plan on putting RFID readers in store ceilings, floors, shelving, displays, uh, reading RFID tags on both carts and individual items. The system would measure where a shopper travels in the store, how long in the store, what he or she picks up in the store, and whether or not a purchase results okay in fact they admit this when they say this a detailed analysis of consumers experience in stores where they go how long they stay there and what influences the paths they choose see they want all this they want they want to know every little quirk about us so that they can uh, dictate us and, and steer us into spending more money Watch this, folks. This is crazy. And this is what they wanna do. It's gonna bilk you of even more of your cash. Quote, actual tracking of consumers in store environment generates much more substantial information that can be used to effectively direct consumers to what? Higher profit margins. It's all to manipulate you like a rat in the store unbeknownst to you with your behavior, your buying habits, your patterns, everything, your whole history, the whole database to get you to buy higher profit items. NCR's got one out, it's called the Automated Monitoring of Activity of Shoppers in Market. But remember, they're not gonna track you, okay? (laughs) And this is to watch every uh, shoppers, every move in the store aisle, recording their activities moment by moment. Uh, in the store and making a record of everything we do in the store down to the split second. And this is accomplished by having RFID tags on every item in the store, reader devices hidden on every shelf in every shopping cart. And because of that, they can make these inferences about you and I as we shop live. For instance, if a shopper places an expensive item in the cart, the system could literally speak out to you, hello, Mr. Gibson, uh, and suggest an expensive item to go along with it. Or if a customer puts a cake mix into the cart, then they could assume they need eggs and suggest accordingly. Ladies, won't that be great? You give your husband that shopping list, he never gets it right. But hey, (laughs) with this new technology, he'll always come home with the right stuff. This is an actual patent, folks, that they're working on. And IBM, they also have one that's specifically catering towards the rich. Okay, listen to this. Talk about class warfare. Uh, They got a tracking system called Margaret. Margaret. That's the name of the patent. It's named after the developer's wealthy mother-in-law, Margaret, and it places RFID readers in doorways to identify people as they enter banks and other financial institutions. They pick out wealthy clients in order to give them preferential treatment. Okay, here's what they said on this uh, actual patent. An RFID tag fitted in the customer's bank card or passbook could be used to signal their arrival at the branch. And of course, when you get there, they say, is this a high-end customer or just the average Joe like you and I? Okay, now uh, it signals the person's arriving there. They, as they pass through the doors, it would alert a customer uh, system and a bank staff could personally greet high wealth net customers or customers could be greeted by name by the tellers who already have their account information on the screen when they arrive at the counter. Because we've got to give these guys preferential treatment. And it's even been suggested this type of doorway reader could be used in, quote, upscale restaurants or reta- uh, retail boutiques where a high degree of personal service is important. New form of class warfare, okay. And they also got another one called the person tracking unit. But remember, they're not going to track you with this technology. Uh, that scans the RFID tags on unwitting members, Listen. It's beyond the store. It's their stated goal. It's the whole planet, folks, Uh, of the public as they move through retail stores, airports, train stations, elevators, libraries, theaters, even in the bathroom, okay? Uh, And if that wasn't bad enough, they go on to describe, listen, how the government could use this device to also track suspicious people in public places using RFID tags in the things that people are wearing or carrying. But they have no plans of tracking you and I. All right, let's try it again. Liar, liar, pants on fire. My goodness. Okay, but they're still not all. The fourth lame excuse, they say, well, uh, 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 we never said such a thing. We, we just never, hey, that's just crazy alarmists out there. Uh, conspiracy theories. We never said something like that. Folks, believe it or not, I'm telling you, they actually do say this. When you corner them on what they ha- have said, the videos they've been admitted, the, the documents that have been released, the patents have already been filed, they will actually still come back and say, hey, listen, that's just crazy talk. Of course we would never do that. Well, folks, I'm telling you, I'm just going to share with you some quotes and you tell me if this is not really their stated goal. They are going to track every single thing, every item, every person on the planet with this technology. Let's take a look at just a few of their quotes, okay? Paul Sappho, he's a a research director for the Institute of the Future. He said, quote, at the end of the day, we're going to feel like tagged bears. You know, the ones that they tag them and they track them wherever they go and build information and he said, that's going to happen to us as people. Uh, a marketer from the Auto ID Center said, quote, listen, wouldn't it be great when we know every time the consumer takes the lid off the toothpaste in their own bathroom? How can you do that unless you leave everything on and have all these stuff and that's interesting. Uh, Helen uh, of the Auto ID Center said, the Auto ID Center has a clear vision, to create a world where every object from jumbo jets to sewing needles is linked to the internet. Success will be nothing less than global adoption. Mark Roberti of the Auto ID Center said, the Auto ID Center's vision is a world in which low cost RFID tags can be put on every manufactured item and tracked using a single global network as they listen, move from not just one company to another, but one country to another. It's around the whole planet, okay? Indeed, we envision individual items, cans of Coke, pairs of jeans, car tires, being tracked from the moment they are made until the time they are recycled. Doesn't sound like you're gonna shut them off to me. Uh, IBM patent. this one says this, the widespread use, listen, of RFID tags on merchandise, such as clothing, would make it possible for locations of who? People. They admit it. And animals and objects could be tracked on a what? Global scale interesting we never said that steve halliday of aim global he said if i were to talk to companies and ask them if they want to replace the barcode with these tags listen the answer can't be anything but yes it's like giving them the opportunity to rule the world because everything every item every person every animal every inanimate object is now tacked and tragged like an animal and the Antichrist is going to hijack the whole city. Si- it's already being put into place, folks, while we sit here. It's absolutely amazing. Scott Silverman, CEO of Applied Digital Solutions, said, hey, listen, the same scanner in Walmart uh, that is used to barcode your goods can be used to identify you. Yeah. Also, it's not just the products again, it's people. Listen to this one. Scott McNeely, he's the CEO of Sun Microsystems. He said, listen, here's our future, guys. They're going to slap that baby's bottom and then slip an ID chip in their neck between their shoulders so you can keep track of your kid. As soon as they're born, put one of these RFID chips in them. Hey, if you were here a few weeks back, that sounds exactly like what Roger Ebert predicted. Let's, let's take a look at that video at the very end again. Let's see what he said.
1: Things are converging so quickly and computers I, but are already such an amazing right. tool. But we've checked it out a little further uh, than your article and the uh, scientists tell us that it is absolutely true and absolutely possible for a human being to be, have a chip embedded in their system and to have many many things appear in their mind upon command. And Eventually the time will come when a child is implanted with a little chip back here and will learn to control the chip in the same way that you learn to control your bodily functions and your voice and your movements.
0: Wow maybe he knew more about RFID than we did and you might start to see a pattern here it's on everything every person Hopefully at birth and track you all the way to the grave and that's another state of plan. Kevin Ashton, he's for the Auto ID Center. He said, people might balk at the thought of police using RFID to scan the contents of a car without even opening the trunk. Okay, and uh, he says, then another statement. He said, in order for RFID to be accepted on a global scale in society, he says, quote, we will have to die. Our generation, you you and I here, uh, will never fully embrace a world where everything can be tagged and tracked. It's just too new, but the next generation will you know the young whippersnappers who are buying those smart TVs and smartphones and smart this and smart that and these smart tags and they like this stuff. Wow. Oh by the way they're getting ready to come into power aren't they? Uh, interesting. Uh, and if, if that's not all, if you think that's bad, folks, it's nothing. Uh, because of this obvious behavior from these guys, total hypocrisy. They admit it. This is their stated goal. Privacy advocates are warning the same thing. Here's the future we're headed for. Charlie Smith, he said, if you let them, companies like Gillette will monitor personal use of the products in your home. Throw one of the razors in the trash. Another one's going to be on its way. Right? It's all about the cash for the corporations. Uh, Guardian said, RFID tags can still work long after the product has been bought. If the tags become as ubiquitous as the manufacturer would like, people could be bristling with the chips in their clothes and possessions. Anyone from police to potential thieves could figure out exactly what they carry. You see, with these devices, folks, it's not just the government can scan you and learn all kinds of things about you. It could be a thief. And they're scanning the crowd going, okay, who am I going to rip off? Of? Uh, he's, no, that's just an average watch. Shoes, not done. Oh, he's wearing a Rolex. What else? Oh, I like his shoes. They're genuine leather. I'm gonna get him. They could scan your home. They know what you have inside your house. Absolutely mind-blowing what this technology can do. Food Production Daily said, a major concern is that RFID chip could result in every product on earth having its own unique ID. The unique ID numbers could lead to the creation of a global item registration system. You know, the number of the beast. uh, In which every physical object is identified and linked to its purchaser or owner at the point of sale or transfer. A privacy bulletin said, after a relatively short period of tracking a vehicle, it may be possible, listen, to predict when someone is or is not at home, where they work, spend leisure time, go to church services, Uh, and shop what schools their children attend where friends and associates live whether they have been to see a doctor and whether they attend political rallies wow 1984 here it comes Uh, Catherine Albright she said this what motivates me is an absolute resistance against the idea that we would all just be reduced to being numbers 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 and tagged and tracked like cattle. When I see RFID and think about a world which the powers that be, the corporate or government, can essentially watch, surveil, track, manipulate and control the people, that's what motivates me, a desire to see that not happen to my generation, to my children, to my grandchildren. History is going to judge us based on how we respond to this threat now. And for goodness sakes, folks, if you don't want to listen to that, uh, uh, right now, if you don't think this is serious, there are state lawmakers in different states, they're writing right now bills addressing these privacy concerns concerning RFID, even though most of us never even heard of this, okay, and in some cases, listen, proposing laws outlawing RFID being used on citizens to monitor them and even make it a felony to, quote, implant human beings with a spy chip without their consent actual laws in different states they're fighting for now why would they have that if this is all just a conspiracy okay and that's why this is wild and then why would state senator deborah bowen say this quote hey how would you like it if for instance one day you realized your underwear was reporting your whereabouts (laughs) maybe it's just me but i wouldn't like it right okay But that's right, folks, there's no need to worry, no need to fear. I mean, these privacy advocates, hey, all these guys, they're just wacky conspiracy people. They're blowing things out of proportion. Let's say it one last time. Liar, liar. liar pants on fire. Folks, here's the whole point. They really do have these plans. It's obvious. They're using this new technology, RFID, to control, to monitor all products, all people, all things on the planet, all at the same time around the world. And I don't know about you, but to me, this is the first obvious step of uh, implementing what the Bible said 2,000 years ago was going to happen. The mark of the beast system where one guy is going to be able to monitor every single thing, every person, every buying and selling, every financial transaction on the planet. It's already here. And it's already being implemented here, which means it's getting close. The system will be in place, and at one point, I truly believe the Antichrist will hijack the whole thing. But the system is going in now. So here's the point, folks, as we close. What more does God got to do? Again, <laughs> this is not a game. This is real. Okay? This isn't science fiction. This is our reality today. It's happening right now. We got a one ruled economy, we got a one ruled currency, a cashless society. Now we got the technology to tie it all together and pull it off. Okay? And so this is why I'm firmly convinced out of love, God's given us all these signs to let us know the tribulation is near and the second coming of Jesus Christ is around the corner. This is why he says to us every single time, Luke 21, 28, when these things begin to take place, Christian, you better stand up, man. Lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Jesus Christ is coming back to get us. That's awesome news, folks. This should excite us, okay? Yeah, you can stand up and clap if you'd like, Okay. <laughs> But folks, like it or not, we are headed for this final countdown, okay? And the point is always is this. Hey, listen, if you're here today and you're not a Christian, I beg you, what more does God got to do to get your attention, okay? Listen, he, he loves you. He wants to help you. He doesn't want us to go into the seven-year tribulation. He doesn't want us to be a part of the antichrist kingdom. And that chip that you saw is not just real, it's really coming. And the Bible says that is going to be your absolute worst nightmare, And the irony is people still even showing all this information that we are living in the last days, they will still scoff. And yet the irony is the same God who predicted this would come 2,000 years ago actually predicted that the scoffing behavior would be characteristic of the last days. And this is what 2 Peter says as we close. He says this, he says, first of all, you must understand that in the last days, what is society going to do no matter how much information you try to share with them to wake up? Scoff. 2,000 years ago, is predicted. They're going to scoff. And they're going to come scoffing. They're going to follow their own evil desires. And listen, and this is what they're going to say. Tell me this isn't the attitude of society today. When we try to share the information we're living in the last days, what do people say? Oh, yeah, come on. Where, where is this coming? Where is this coming? He's promised. Ever since our father's died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. How many times do you Christians say this? Jesus is coming. God said, That is actually a sign you're in the last days when people keep coming back saying that. We're living that folks right now. They said, but here's the problem, they deliberately forget. Okay, you deliberately turn from the information that long ago, God's word, uh, the heavens existed and the earth was formed out of water and by water. And by these waters, the world of that time, it was deluged and destroyed. He did it once, he's gonna do it again. The first time it was with a worldwide flood. Second time, the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of ungodly men. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, uh, a day is like a thousand years, a thousand years like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promises, understanding. And slowness he is patient with you not wanting anyone to perish but everyone to come to repentance Amen. why are you still here why are you still sucking air why did he bring you to dare i say even to this church service he's given you another opportunity to respond before it's too late he wants you to come to repentance he wants to rescue you he wants to save you but that's your choice you're going to continue to scoff and actually fulfill bible prophecy that's the irony Or will you take him up on his offer and get saved before it's too late? Amen? Let's pray. Well, hi. This is Pastor Billy Crone of Sunrise Baptist Church, and I hope you enjoyed today's study. But before you go, let me ask you one final question. Are you sure that if you were to die today that you go to heaven and not hell? Before you answer that, let me share a couple things with you. Did you know that the Bible says that God is holy and that we are not? And the Bible also says that the wages of our sin, or our unholiness, is death. In other words, when we die, and it's coming for each one of us, we're all marching towards the grave at different speeds, but it's going to happen. The Bible says, therefore, since the wages of our sin is death, we deserve to die and go straight to hell and not to heaven. And that's bad enough, but to make matters worse, we don't want to admit this. God already knows. He knows uh, all of our behavior, everything, our thoughts, what we've done, What even we're going to do? He knows it all. He's gone. Even though he already knows this, we don't want to admit this. And so out of love and mercy, God gave us something called his law or the Ten Commandments. It's kind of like his x-ray into our heart to show us what he already knows, that he is holy and that we are not. And it's this unholiness or sin that separates us from him. Let's take a look at God's x-ray, if you will, his divine law to show us what he already knows. The Ten Commandments, uh, the ninth one says this, you shall not bear false witness, okay? That's called lying, okay? And if you've ever told a lie once, which we all have, myself included, the Bible says that makes you a liar, okay? The, the, another commandment says you shall not steal, okay? Uh, and you might think, well, that's something that everybody does. Well, it doesn't make it right,